welcome to Lights, Cameras, Blokes, where I didn't prepare anything to open with. So, so I'm mean, just going to oink the Sean's whole time. just going to oink. That's where we are, you know. We're, we're, we've been doing this since the beginning of the year, Sean, and it's now September as of recording this, you know. No promises to when you'll hear it. But I'm just saying, Sean, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. And it's perfectly we, acceptable we're sticking through it. to run out of ideas nine months in. I think that's fine. I think some podcasts don't even last that long. So Hey, hey, this yeah. is this is good for us. We we start projects and we don't finish them. I you know, the podcast, I'm happy we're doing it. I'm happy we're we're sticking with it. Even if we don't have shit to say. Yeah, nothing you know? to say. Dude, don't you think that's the power of the internet is that just two two men can jump online and they have nothing to say, but but we're entitled enough to assume yes. <laughs> that other people should be <laughs> tuning in to our inane bullshit. I think that's beautiful in a sort of twisted sort of way. Uh, welcome to Lights, Cameras, Blokes. We jumped the shark starting today. This is it. This is the episode. I fucked with the old shit. I don't. I don't like this new direction we're taking. Sean, how you been doing? Good man. I am out here. I am hydrated. Just killing it. How how you been, Ned? Sean, I mean, I mean, great. These these are the best days of my life. I mean, just chilling, watching a load of movies, and I'm very excited for the movie we're talking about today. Sean's oinking may have been a little bit of a hint. We're talking about minions. Finally, yes. Love those guys. I'm so excited for Minions 2. Uh, I'm so excited for the Adams Family sequel. I saw a trailer. I felt I was living in the Goblin universe because I do not remember an original Adams Family film. But we're getting a sequel. They're going on a road trip. Isn't that a fun sequel premise, Sean? Road trip. Road trip movies are always good. They're always. always good, and they're always good sequel. A holiday, the get your cast of funny characters to go on holiday in your sequels. Uh, I can think of loads of films that have done this, but I won't list them here. I'm just excited for that Adam's <laughs> family too. Family values. I think that I don't know. I'm pulling that out of nowhere. Sean, what you been? What you, what you been? Let's jump into some uh, recommendations. Recommendations, 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 recommendations. Ned, I think we've we've kind of talked around it. I think we've never fully addressed it, but but I'm here to say I am recommending tech decks. And 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 we've yeah. talked about fingerboarding, we've yeah, talked yeah. about skateboarding. Uh, I'm here to say I love fingerboarding. I love tech decking. And when I was thinking about my recommendation, I realized something about myself. I just like miniature things. Totally. I like miniature skateboards. Mm-hmm. I like miniature trees like Bonsai. I like miniature robots like Gundam. So you so, like kaiju films. It's not even the big monsters. It's the little miniature sets. It really is. I, I think that is, is my shit. I'm here to say I recommend you go do something that you like, but miniature of it. So... Tech decks. If you if you can get a tech deck at your local Target or wherever, they're like two bucks. Have have fun with a tech deck. If you're into gardening, go get a, a bonsai. You know, if the, you're a a, great. a user of recreational drugs, why not try microdosing? I exactly. He can if still you, get if you like done. pigs, yeah. If get you a, like pigs, get a miniature pig. A miniature teacup pig. 
Ah, that is my one note for the movie we're talking about today. Is Nicolas Cage should have been out to save a little teacup pig, and then it's just in someone's pocket, you know. And he's like, "Just hide now." He says, "Give me my pig," and then someone's like, "Okay," and he reaches into his jacket and like pulls out a tiny little pig. It's I so just cute. fixed the movie, and we haven't even talked about it yet. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, great. That's a uh, tech decks great wreck, Sean. I used to be all up into tech decks, but uh. Uh, and and you've sent me a few since, and I enjoy them just on my desk. They're just fun to have. I'm going to shout out an album came out a little earlier this month. New Little Sims. Sean, you know I'm a big Little yeah, Sims dude. fan. I sent you that Sims album a couple of years ago. Gray Area was the album of 2019, the last good year. Uh, and uh, her new album's just come out. Sometimes I might be introvert. It's fucking great. It's great. Sims, Ooh. she cannot misfire. Check out Little Sims, new album. Sometimes I might be introvert. Let me try. Let me give you one song. Let me give you a song because like recommending an album, that's uh, it's an hour's commitment. Let me give you one song, and you, if you like it, you know, I'm gonna say Point and Kill. I like Point and Kill, so check that one out. And then the song that comes after Fear No Man, Point and Kill, actually very nicely transitions. Uh, into that track so maybe listen to both but do you listen to the album and uh, I would like to go and see live music again I'd like to go see Little Sims so it's my dream amazing it's my dream that's my pig Uh, that's your pig that's uh, Tectix is your pig Uh, music is my pig let us be your pigs for the next 20-30 minutes as we talk about the film Pig the feature directorial debut of uh, Michael Sanoski, uh, hope I have said his name correctly. A movie that stars none other than Nicholas Cage. We love him. We lo- there's has there been a bad Nicholas Cage film? Thousands, hundreds, millions maybe. You can't count them. But Sean before I get into what I think about Pig and Nicholas Cage, what did you think? I love Nicolas Cage because I love National Treasure. And if you're expecting Nicolas Cage from National Treasure, uh, this movie will disappoint. But if you're not expecting that and you're expecting, you know, a a well-done performance by Nicolas Cage, then I think you'll be be happy. I think... I don't think you will be prepared for how well done Nicolas Cage's performances in this. Nicolas Cage has put in good performances in the past, especially like very early in his career. So if you're going in even expecting kind of like good Nicolas Cage, I think this is the best thing he's ever turned in. I think he's really great in this. I wasn't really expecting that. In fact, I saw this movie, which was doing the rounds months back, because like everyone was goofing on it, because like oh it's Nicolas Cage and he's a bit of a you know he's a bit of a May May, at the moment Sean, <laughs> uh, a May May yeah he's a bit not of, to be confused with a meme a meme, it, to be confused with a meme I'm talking about him oh meme. okay, <laughs> um, but you know it's Nicolas Cage he's being ridiculous he's gonna scream at someone about a pig that's a silly premise Nicolas Cage silly actor so and if you go into it thinking it's gonna be Nicolas Cage sort of schlock you may be caught off guard because what it is is like a very 
sad character driven study on loss and grief and and uh, mm-hmm. it's a sad movie we're talking mm-hmm. about a sad movie today and i thought it was done fantastically i think it's my it's easily the best thing i've seen from this last two years i don't know i've been watching a lot of newer films and 2020 and 21 have bled into one another for movies for me at the end of the year if i've seen something better i'll be surprised i think this is going to be my top movie of 21 i'm calling it now who knows but i loved it loved it sean yeah uh, yeah you know i i think we uh the premise jumped the gun a little let's we, let's let's give them the premise let's give them the premise the premise um, is a movie it's a movie sean it's a movie it's a movie <laughs> it's a movie about a man named robin feld who lives in the forests of oregon and he lives in a shack along with a cute truffle cute hunting truffle pig. pig he's hunting truffles it's a very cute pig it's an adorable pig i know it's not a, it's it's not a teacup pig which would be even cuter but it's a pretty cute pig <laughs> the um, pig's cute i got but, no problem with the pig yeah but this pig gets stolen the pig gets yanked nicholas cage drives to portland with the person he's supplying truffles to a uh, young kind of restaurant supplies guy he's getting into that game and he's like you know he's trying to hustle in that whole world and his dad's very successful in it so he's living under his father's shadow guy called amir played by alex wolf you'll know from hereditary uh i think alex wolf and is also from and, and from from jumanji jumanji yeah the new jumanji the new jumanji, jumanji. alex wolf yeah. is in jumanji <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, That's where we'll I'm, be just I talking about a from. movie, and you'll just throw me <laughs> into a spiral, and that's why these episodes are two hours long because I don't. Really I'm sorry, we I, we cannot go off on Jumanji tangent, but I, I haven't seen the newest Jumanji, so I'll take your word for it. Alex Wolf is in Jumanji. <laughs> He's in the Naked Brothers band. That's a I think like a Disney or Nickelodeon throwback. He's in that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex Wolf, uh, so Nick Cage drives into Portland with Alex Wolf, and they're looking for the pig, and that's the the setup. That's the hook. The yep. movie kind of, the movie kind of like is trying to play you into thinking this is maybe going to be like a bit of a classic revenge film, a bit of a John Wick. Yes, because I think that's yes. the thing everyone was making a comparison to. Where yes, in John Wick, the guy. His dog gets killed, and so he goes on a big beat 'em up revenge. And, and Nicholas Cage, dead wife. dead wife. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is revealed. Well, now you're jumping into spoilers here. Sean, oh, because... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't know anything about Nicholas Cage's character, but stuff is revealed as you go. And the reason he loves this pig, um, I don't think it's the reason he loves the pig, but I think. It is revealed why Nicolas Cage is living out in the middle of nowhere hunting truffles with a pig. So spoilers for Dead Wife, I guess. This is where I was realizing a lot of the movies Sean and I have talked about have had a bad case of the Dead Wife. Just an observation. I, I mean, it can... I don't know. I feel multiple ways about it. For the purposes of a movie about grief and loss and letting go, I get why they would choose to go that route. But mm-hmm. it did just prompt the observation that, you know, 
a lot of dead wives in movies. Let's have some living wives. Let's have some dead husbands. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like my one, maybe the, discussing it, like that's maybe my one gripe of the film is that that particular device feels a little played out. But the movie kind of has that structure of like something a little more cliche. And then it kind of subverts that because instead yeah, it of it skirts being it a, little. a revenge film, it's like a very kind sympathetic movie where Nicolas Cage kind of goes from place to place just listening to it like most of the conflict in this movie is resolved by Nicolas Cage like listening to someone and showing empathy and there's a scene early on where he gets to Portland and he goes to like this weird underground fight club for chefs it's (laughs) revealed he was a chef it was a very so so here's here I have a question and I I kind of looked it up but I couldn't figure it out Prior to going to the uh, underground chef fight club, he brings up something. uh, Amir is about to leave a room, and then he brings up something about how in the 50s there was a hotel or something. What was that whole whole spiel? So he that was just like he, you know, was in Portland years and years ago. Uh, and then back then the landscape was a little different and there was different entrances into this underground fight club that Got he remembers because he's an old timer and Got it. you know okay. the new city you know has long forgotten but uh the the fight club scene is great because it sets up like oh nicholas cage is gonna like beat the shit out of someone but he doesn't he gets the yeah. shit beaten out of him and then asks where his pig is <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the movie. It's just Nicolas Cage going from place to place, like talking to these kind of sad characters, looking for his pig. He puts in a fantastic performance. And I've, I love this movie. It's kind of an anti-revenge movie. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you think of the classic revenge movie, which is all about fucking beating the shit out of someone in the most gruesome possible way. And this movie's just about like empathizing with, <laughs> with someone and looking for your pig. I loved it. Yeah, so, man, I I went into this movie, huh, I went into this movie thinking it was going to be a revenge movie, Mm. and I was really expecting that. (laughs) I, but I, so, so, towards the end, here's the thing, towards the end of the movie, I was, I was starting to realize what was going on, and I was like, okay, throughout the movie, Nicolas Cage has some great monologues. He has some great, just the camera on him the entire time, and he's he's talking at another character. Yeah, and you're like, that man, this is strong. This is like a really specifically, I think the scene where they go to the upscale restaurant and he my he favorite meets, scene in the whole yeah, film. He meets the chef, who turns out, I guess spoiler, but turns out. The chef had worked for Nicholas K- or for yeah. Robin. Robin had fired him after two months, and and he has this very heartfelt exchange with him. This this is kind of the the part of the movie where I thought it was going to go one direction, and it goes a completely different direction. Mm. And so, and I was like, oh, that's you know, I like kaiju films. I like stupid dumb films. <laughs> uh, I like Tokyo Drift. So. Was I a little disappointed that Nicolas Cage didn't grab a steak knife and drive it through this man's heart? 
Yes. I was, I was so refreshed that that is not the direct. And it's why this is like my favorite movie in a long time is that it is the antithesis to all of that. Like, and I enjoy those movies too, obviously. Yeah. But they're just everything at the moment. And, and they are. And this, you know, Pig is a film about about kindness and forgiveness and and it's a film like that uses you know it uses the the truffle pig and it uses like food and dining and you know all i of think that they is... did an excellent job with that i think the food the the way they talk Fantastic. about food and the way they use it wonderful job uh, i really like food i think what they did with you know the the scenes of of i can't really do let's let's just let's just do a recommend or not a recommend uh here and then we can get into spoilers because we can then yeah i don't have a lot to say uh about the kind of more spoilery elements of this film i am i think the ending is extremely powerful and really packs a a punch those last 20 minutes i think of uh, the final act is phenomenal and and elevated the whole thing to like yeah i completely adore this so yeah it's a strong recommend from me movie of the year so far it'll it'll we should definitely do like an end of the year like list of of what we've definitely enjoyed and this will definitely show up yeah pig loved it absolutely recommend it definitely check it out i think i don't know what the situation is in america but in the uk it's just become available to buy i i (laughs) stupidly like did it as a rental like a week before it came. Now you got to go. <laughs> so yeah. and I got to buy it again. But I, you know, there's no bad feelings because I love it. I love this film. Uh, yeah, recommend. Sure. For me, I went in with one expectation. This is my warning to everybody that is like me who, who enjoys a John Wick and you were expecting a John Wick. I recommend it, but go in, understand. I, I, I think for me, if I went in understanding this isn't John Wick. I would have liked it just a little more, but I, I, I see what you're saying about subverting the expectation of that. They, they purposefully do this too, where they set it up. Basically you have the pig, which is, you know, the, the stand in for the dog from John Wick. And you, you can see the parallel and, and what they're doing as they, as it goes through the movie, but they even have an underground fight club, similar that to kind of the hotel from yeah, yeah from John Wick yeah so you are expecting all of this and and so now talking talking about it i get it i think excellent job i do recommend this film but just know going in uh this is not a John Wick movie so <laughs> it's not at all yeah. but it's you know i think it'd be a, a great double bill with with John Wick you can with John Wick cuz they're so Ned, different yes uh, they're so different, and you can kind of. I'd say I here's here's my suggestion. Yeah, watch watch Pig first. No, then no. watch John Wick. No, what? John Wick first, and then finish what? things off with a nice cry. <laughs> and watch See, Pig. That's where we differ, Ned. That's where we differ. I guess we're if, too if different. You and I'm I, watching Sean, the, the sad movie. Over. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> if, if if I'm watching a sad movie like this i need a, a little something after like a dessert to like kind of just i gotta watch something that is gonna get me fired up yeah i so john wick is like a 
like the very easy comparison because man loses animal has you know has unresolved feelings about at their dead partner returns to old life that they had since sworn off and meets all the characters from that life and that's the kind of skeleton of uh, a john wick and a pig but like i'd say they're very like they're very different movies they, down they to like what the like the pig in in pig and the dog in john wick like a representative of completely different elements of both of those characters i there are similarities sure but i think like but I, I, I think they're just very different films, not just obviously, but like more subtly in, you know, what certain themes are and what things are kind of representing. You know, the dog in John Wick feels more, that's the semblance of his wife that is left, you know, and, and then that is taken away from him and he's kind of robbed of a grieving process. The 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 guy in Pig, I, I don't know if you could even say like he was using the pig to avoid grieving or that he was avoiding grieving at all but like he'd kind of you know he loved that pig and then he'd he spoilers he loses that pig for good because we did say spoilers the pig's dead yeah we did say spoilers. yeah the pig is dead and and okay so so yes to the i think yes to everything you're saying yeah, yeah. but the the a little Here's a gripe I had. Yeah, yeah. you can have a gripe, Sean, about this excellent movie that I I love. (laughs) Yes, yes. The pig dying Mm. by the hands of two junkies. The pig died in the very beginning when... when The junkies grab the pig and they they manhandle the pig. If you're listening to this, then you better have seen the film because I strongly recommended it. And now you're listening to spoilers, so how dare you. But, (laughs) uh, yeah. My gripe is... Ned, you know me. The, the 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 people know me, but they don't know that I was in 4-H and I had two pigs. I raised two pigs. I didn't. I These think I half remember this. Pigs are resilient creatures. Mm. Two junkies tugging at a pig, not gonna kill a pig. Those pigs, Nicholas Cage's pig, yeah. would have killed the junkies probably. <laughs> it wasn't I, a huge pig. I, um, it's it's a resilient it a tough bag. pig and threw that bag that around. pig that that pig listen, would have been fine this and is hearsay that's, that's sure. my, <laughs> this is speculation this is not hearsay <laughs> i i am a pig expert okay yeah. i had two pigs yeah. they were a little bit larger than the pig and pig yeah. but i'm just saying it's a small gripe i just yeah. would really wished you know, uh, the the gentleman Dustin, uh, the father in Pig, would have said, you know, the stupid junkies pulled a gun and shot the pig, or something. You know, s- just something. Don't tell me that they just roughed around. You know, they oh they they fumbled with the pig. I think the, okay. the father's name is Darius. Sean, first of all, sorry, uh, Darius. So really Darius. undermined your uh, <laughs> your technical gripe. Uh, I I know his name because I wrote him into the script. Okay, <laughs> there's going to be a script. I'm excited to round off this talk about this emotional powerhouse with a with a bit. But um, yeah, the, the the I had no, yeah, I, I really didn't have any gripes <laughs> of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that scene is kind of you know the punch in the face but then Nicolas Cage and Alex Wolf like play off each other fantastically like I think the yes. script's fantastic but I also think like Nicolas Cage is 
really bringing like a and usually even good Nicolas Cage is like he's screaming or he's going wild or he's a little un, like mm-hmm. uh, Mandy I think he's great in Mandy but that's very classic like weird Nicolas Cage chaos Nick yeah. this is like very like soft spoken like you know gentle Nicolas Cage the likes of which I don't think I've seen um I haven't seen adaptation for a long time, but I remember him being really good in that. But I think this is completely, it's a completely different performance. Yeah. And him and Alex Wolf like play off each other really sweetly. And, and they go for that conversation after the pig's gone. And, uh, and I don't know. And then by the time, and you're really worried about Rob, the character in that moment, you're Mm -hmm. really worried. Like, Mm -hmm. well, what's he going to do? Like now everything's gone. It's, it's, it ends on kind of such a sweet note of like he's gonna allow himself to kind of process things now that he was maybe avoiding in the past and it's just like him listening to a tape of his his wife singing him a song for his birthday and it destroyed me destroyed me i thought it was just so fantastically dumb loved the ending so sweet so sad yeah, Sean. Outside of any, you know, medical pig-related gripes, any any uh, further issues? Anything you really liked? What's no? I think I think you've rightfully said it, it, it's a powerful movie. Nicholas, C- I, I think for me, Nicholas Cage's acting is amazing. He does play off him. Him and Amir. What's uh, Alex Wolf? Alex Wolf. Yeah, I think they're great together. The scene in Amir's penthouse suite, I think it's another scene where I was expecting one thing, and then they have this conversation that's like, uh, like Amir's mother, and and it's yeah. I thought it was gonna get in this like weird area where where Nicolas Cage does Nicolas Cage and kind of like you know starts talking about some other bullshit, but like that scene's actually again another another point where it takes a, a right turn where you're expecting the left oh it's um, excellent because alex wolf's character also has, has has all these feelings that he's not processing also just the way everyone interprets kind of both kind of food and then uh, alex wolf does that great ongoing bit about like he doesn't he's not even listening to music he's listening to like an audiobook about why classical music is the best yeah. kind of music and so even he is not like really relating to any sort of authentic experience and then like he fucks up the french toast in that scene and nicholas cage like just gives him like a very gentle note as to like oh the bread should be stale if you want better french toast and yeah it's just it's great the the, it's good the restaurant scene we won't get it like fully into the restaurant scene but like nicholas cage tears this character apart but like in the most gentle non-confrontational helping way yeah yeah it's It's so good i just i i'm just like i love those revenge films sean but there's a thousand of them and i think you can get all you can get lost in in this kind of particular conversation but but there's a million movies where a man will get angry with another man and do a big punch up on the other man but, but you know, I've never done a big punch up with another man, Sean. Uh, no, you and, have not. And, and a story about like 
listening to someone and and resolving issues in a kind of more emotional you know <laughs> way and 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 even just crying like mm-hmm. just movies that want to discuss emotion <laughs> they they're great pig is great i love destruction i love people tearing shit up uh <laughs> and but like pig will again it'll sit above i think most if not all of the stuff i see this year i love action and i love films like i love the john wick films because there's so much craft that goes into those and keanu reeves is such a great mm-hmm. physical actor uh, and the script owes itself to like such strange world building but the the performances and the kind of emotional power of of a john wicker going for something completely different to a pig i don't think they're really this is what i mean when i say they're not super comparable i just loved pig <laughs> let's hear the score ned i completely plan on seeing pig again i've seen it once as of recording this uh i would definitely watch it again before the year is out if not you know a couple of times it we didn't even mention the film looks fantastic like uh, yeah yeah it's a beautiful looking movie so um i'm giving pig a uh, a nine but again mm. i've loved it more than anything for a long while so it, who knows if it may achieve that legendary status of, of 10 out of 10 but yeah solid I, nine yeah. out of 10 for me excellently done loved it well done michael sarnoski <laughs> what are you giving it? um okay my my score i was I was thinking about this, like I nor you know, I kind of struggle between scores sometimes. No, I, do, I get that. Uh, I think you, I think you've enjoyed Pig a lot more than me, which fair enough. It's fair enough. Two different people, um, sure. And you know, I was thinking one score, going to the other. I think I'm gonna give it a seven. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it, and to me, guys, it's been a pleasure having you all here. This is the last <laughs> episode of Lights, Cameras, Blokes. I feel my co-host doesn't really get it. So, uh, yeah, for you, Sean. So hey, hey. You. See, it's a seven, okay? Um, yeah, it's a nine. It, uh, I will, I will rewatch it, and it might, you know, it might go up on my list. <laughs> Give but, me a second. Um, <laughs> I'm coughing on all this bullshit now. I'm, I'm just genuinely coughing. And I think there's a way to make this uh, an eight for me, for me, not for you, Ned. This is for me. Right. God, I think it could oh my be God, it. Sean. If I, you can just, <laughs> if I have to sit through For one me. more transition into a bit, <laughs> we can just jump into the bit. <laughs> For me, it could be an eight. And I think I know how. Okay. I think I know how it can be. For me, Ned, Ned, this is for me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to send it, you a script. What will it do for me? Will it make it into a 10 or will it lower my score? You might hate me after this, but that's fine because this is for me. Okay, but I have to perform it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Please don't hate me after this, but uh, I I think you'll enjoy bringing out your best Nick Cage. I don't know if I can do a great Nick Cage, but I'll... You can do a great... I've heard you do a great Nick Cage. Now you've set me up to fail, so (laughs) that I'll never forgive you for. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, whenever you're ready.
Where is my pig? I'm, I'm sorry. Th those junkies I hired were, were too rough with your pig and they, they killed the poor thing. Robin Feld could feel his heart beating through his chest. He could hear it in his head. His heart beat faster and faster. He fell to a knee, but caught himself with one hand on a small table beside him. He looked down at the rug Darius was standing on and smiled. Robin grabbed the corner of the rug and yanked it as hard as he could. Darius toppled over, sending his whiskey glass flying into the air and crashing down on the hardwood floor. I'm sorry I ruined this movie for you, but you need to read your lines, Ned. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> my friend Sean from Lights, Cameras, Blokes podcast spent years in 4-H caring for pigs. They're resilient. I, they don't just... You looked after two pigs, Sean! <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> they, they, they don't just they don't just die from two stupid junkies messing with it. Where is my pig? <laughs> Bloody Darius pushed himself towards the corner of the room and propped his back up against the wall. I I, I told you the, the junkies Robin put his hand over Darius's mouth and raised a finger to his lips. Shh. Stop. Just stop. Amir, let him in. Darius's son walked to the front door, unlocked the top bolt, and welcomed the man dressed all in black. Darius, I want you to meet my friend. And before you say anything else about not knowing where my pig is, I want you to think very carefully. The sound of dress shoes meeting the wood floor echoed through the mansion. Darius felt the room get colder. Robin looked over his shoulder as a man dressed in all black entered the room. It's like watching Parasite, by the way, and you were like, well, this rich people should have been the good guys. I don't think he needs an introduction, but Darius... This is Mr. Wick. <laughs> I think you know what this means. So now, are you ready to tell me where my pig is? Robin removed his hand from Darius's mouth and stood up next to John Wick. S sorry, who is this? Mr. Wick. You know, John Wick. The guy from the John Wick movies. He's got a dead wife and a dog, and he's all sad, but at least he has the dog. And then they killed his dog, and so he goes and kills everyone. I, I'm sorry, I, I just never seen that movie. Uh, damn it, man. Ugh. Look, we both have dead wives, and our coping. <laughs> I would disagree with this. We <laughs> Look. We both have dead wives, and our coping mechanisms have been to love our pets just as much. 
<laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Mr. Wick understands the pain of a very dead wife. <laughs> sorry. Mr. Wick understands the pain of a very dead wife and then losing your animal to some idiots. I cooked him a very good meal one time, so he owes... <laughs> It's not good writing, but I... So he... I had to. <laughs> so he owes me a favor. Tell me where my pig is, or Mr. Wick is gonna kill you. Fine, fine. Your pig is upstairs. In a house? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who keeps a pig upstairs? <laughs> You'll see. John Wick grabbed Darius by the arm and pulled him to his feet. All three men walked up the stairs into the master bedroom. Robin swung open the door, and there, in a makeshift pig pen, was his pig. The pig was hopping around and rooting around in stacks of hay Darius had laid out for the pig. It oinked and made some really cute sounds like... (laughs) Didn't like that. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Robin. It's just that my wife is almost dead, too. And I mean, look at that thing. It's, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Never give up that pig. I just need something. I just needed a coping mechanism, too. I understand, Darius. I really do. Having a dead wife is a terrible... T- this is pretty funny. This, this bit's funny. <laughs> the rest of it just pissed me off. <laughs> understand Darius I really do having a dead wife is a terrible terrible thing and I know Mr. Wick understands too and so does John Klein from the Mothman prophecies and Robert Angier from the Prestige and Leonard f- from Memento and Dominic Cobb from Inception and Donald Cooper from Interstellar and Carl Fredrickson from Up and Sam Baldwin in Sleepless in Seattle and Teddy Daniels in Shutter Island, and Joe from Looper, and Maximus from The Gladiator. <laughs> okay, you won me back. Okay, Sean, uh, rapid fire, just quickly. So, boiling point, don't think there's a dead wife, but I think there's a dead sister. Okay. Who am I? No dead wife. Uh, The rambling guitarist, dead partner, maybe a wife, maybe a girlfriend. She may have been a wife. I think she's up in the clouds, though. Yeah, she's up in the clouds. (laughs) Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, can't remember any dead wives in that. Sleepaway camp, dead parents, but... Dead parents, it's... Yeah, no dead wife. Uh, well, so, well, no, there, there is a dead. Oh, dead, dead. Wait, in Sleepaway Camp, both the parents are dead. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, because they go live with like her aunt or something, don't they? I remember yeah, only the yeah. dad but, but dies but in prior, the speedboat. 
accident. The dad live... had a dead wife before. The dad had a dead. There is a dead wife in Sleepaway Camp. There is a dead. <laughs> <laughs> before he died, she's dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one cut of the dead. No dead wife. Uh, no dead wives. The no. god of cookery. There's a love interest that dies for a short period of time, but then she does come back. It fuels. It fuels his. Uh, yeah, like, feels so. I'm counting it. Sobering. Dead wife. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho Goreman. No dead wife. The Serenity. Dead husband. Dead husband. Progressive. Hey, we talk a lot of shit on Serenity, but they did not go the dead wife route. But does Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, as far as he knows, does he think he has a dead wife? Because it feels like he would. He's the perfect dead wife character. He is, but they never. But even but he's even dead husband constructing that fake character subversive. He doesn't think she's dead. She he thinks right. she's. We're just amending gone our Serenity man. score. It's an eight out of ten from both of us. Fire in the sky. Um, Mormon wife, but no dead wife. Yeah. Fast and Furious one and two. I don't. I don't. No. I don't think so. Fast and Furious does a good job not having dead wives until we will get to it. Oh, okay. there is, good is point. There is, Fast and Furious part, uh, so that's part three. Tokyo one Drift. and two, no dead, no dead, no wives. dead wives in Tokyo Drift. But don't, wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, yeah. Technically, okay. it has been retconned that Han did have a girlfriend in Gazelle, played by Gal Gadot, who has since and died. Still, so, she is still dead. According to law, in Fast and Furious Three: Tokyo Drift, there is a dead wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not okay. For just interjecting here, we're not luridly laughing at the idea of dead wives. We're mocking we are how not. fucking ridiculous this trope is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have a wife. I do not want to have a dead wife. I love my wife. This is not about dead wives being funny. This is about the fact that we can't write ourselves out of the corner without saying, "Well, there's a dead wife somewhere." There's a dead wife somewhere in all these fucking movies. I don't have a wife, but one of my aspirations is to maybe uh, make an live woman uh go out for a dinner with me so like you know this is very much the antithesis of everything i believe in uh fast and furious six and seven and four and four five six and seven yeah i think somewhere in here letty does quote unquote die so letty does quote unquote die but also um we oh, do get a dead wife out of one of those because they execute the baby mama gets killed in a box yeah Yep. Dead wife. Times two. Does Hobbs 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 and Shaw do either of them have dead wives? I think one of them had a dead wife or something. Cause he <laughs> coaches the rock coaches the the kids soccer team. Does he have a dead wife? He's got a daughter, but I think he might just be divorced. Okay. I don't know. Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> I don't think there's a dead wife in Johnny Mnemonic. No. Uh no. 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 Fast and Furious 8 and Hobbs and Shaw. Again, we can't remember if Hobbs or Shaw have a dead wife, but I don't believe they do. The Medallion and Dead Heat. Medallion, no. Dead Heat. No, 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 no. They don't because uh, Jackie Chan is love interest is the woman who's working for Interpol. And then what's his face? Yeah. We, we're here, man. We're at our favorite movie, Ghost Cat, and there is a dead wife in Ghost Cat. There's a dead wife in Ghost Cat. Of <laughs> and course there is. The ghost of an animal that helps Ellen Page reconcile with her dead mother. So, again, we're using animals to fill in. As coping <clears throat> mechanism. Yes, yes. 
if you want to be helpful, why not pop up at funerals, find, you know, the widowed husband and say, why don't you go buy a cat? Why don't you go buy a pig? You know, <laughs> it won't be insulting at all. <laughs> Better luck tomorrow. And then the Fast and Furious video games. Uh, no. Oh, in the cookbook. Was there a cook? Was there a dead wife in the cookbook? Sure. No, there was no dead, no dead wife in the cookbook, sadly. Uh, well, not sadly, but thankfully. Good burger. Dead wife? Mm, no, no. <laughs> there's no good. There's no dead wife in good bones. Uh, microwave massacre. Yes, prominently there is a dead wife. Prominently a dead wife, and uh, and and it's done by the the husband. So, Tokyo Gore Police. Wife. No dead wife. Dead father. Dead father. Another progressive film. <laughs> Serenity in Tokyo Gore Police. Come on. <laughs> Shaolin Soccer. Dead wife? No, no, no dead wife. Mothman prophecies very much a dead wife. Very dead wife, yeah. And then fast seven, no fast uh, nine, no dead wife. No, no dead wife. No. no and then no, no. Shin Godzilla. All right. No dead wife. A dead prime minister, which we never really talked about in the movie episode, but. Uh, Dead yeah. prime minister is not dead wife, Sean. I no, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even going to discuss that. <laughs> um, and then uh, Hal from Beyond the Fog. There's dead mom, but there's no dead wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, what was it? A Gamera. There's no. There's no dead wife in Gamera. Oh, uh, what's it? There's what's, dead his, what's the one I watched? Figure. What did you watch? The uh, North Korean one. Pogasari. Pogasari, yeah. Dead uh, no dead wives, but no a dead a dead uh, blacksmith who is the husband of somebody else, but no, no dead wives. We should oh. take... What? In Pogasari, the wife... the wife, or uh, She was going to be the wife, girlfriend. Uh, she ends up dead, but, but that's not really... Uh, dead fiancé? Yeah, dead fiancé at the end. Okay, I'm going to quickly, because we should have been keeping track here. That is... Um, um. One. Uh, do I do I count boiling points? Dead sister as dead wife. I mean, we're talking about the same thing here. We're talking about woman dies to motivate male character. So yes. Uh, yeah, I'm counting it. So I think of 26 episodes. Is that like I think nine dead wives? Yeah. Uh, yeah. About that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Movies are fucked up. <laughs> 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 anyway. Um, next time you're a man and you're considering writing a movie, uh, go have one conversation with a woman. <laughs> See if that helps. <laughs> hey, I still liked Pig. It was a good movie. It's good. It's a good movie. No, I. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. This is a comedy podcast. Sean, we can't. We can't just. We we can't just not do this. I've I've listened to the franchise boys, Sean. Comedy is a stretch. <laughs> uh, no, I. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm glad we can uh, sit and, and uh, have a conversation because if we were just agreeing at one another, uh, it wouldn't be a very interesting conversation. So, uh, thank you for tuning in to Lights, Cameras, Blokes. Uh, next week, uh, join us as we watch The Prestige, Sean's favorite film. And I go off for about 30 minutes on how fucking stupid the idea of two <laughs> magicians with cloning machines. 
anyway, <laughs> thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. Peace.